Welcome to Mind Styling, the podcast that explores how we can win at the game inside our heads and make a mark on this world in our own unique style, on our own terms. We interview entrepreneurs and leaders who aren't afraid to push the boundaries and set their own definitions of success. We will share with you the tips and techniques they use to style their mind and give you the tools you need to start mind styling for yourself. Hello, Mind Stylers. Welcome to the Mind Styling Top Tip podcast for Natalie Alpi. And we're going to be reflecting on her top tip today. But before we do that, I'll introduce myself. I'm Dr. Becky Sage. And I'm Amy Armstrong. Hi, Amy. Hello. So Natalie's top tip was about going to find somebody to help don't being a don't be afraid to reach out to people so really seeing this value in people when you've got your goals and you're working towards them and people out there there's always somebody out there who can help so don't be afraid to reach out to them what do you think of this top tip oh I think it's brilliant and so spot on the um, challenge of course is having the confidence to reach out to those people mm. and uh, but actually Natalie talked very eloquently about how to how to make sure you're coming from a place of strength and, and looking after yourself and I think it is when you are when you get the cornerstones of yourself and your relationship mm. with your business in place you're building on rock that wonderful biblical metaphor of rock <laughs> and sand actually if you're coming at it from a place of uh, a, place of certainty then actually it's easier to reach out to people and it's it can be fun as well what's it what in your experience Mm. what do you find helps most yeah I well first of all to agree with that other people are so important and you know we can't do anything really by ourselves it's all about the networks that we can build and building trusted relationships and I think I would just come back to what what you said about good foundations I think that once you've got number one, it's, it's your own security and safety. And I think we talk about that quite a lot on the podcast. So making sure that you've got your own personal foundations built is what then allows you to grow from that more secure place. Um, so I think if, if you're not very confident, there's kind of, there's two aspects and, and one is the one that Natalie really talked about, which was, you know pushing herself out of her comfort zone but I think you've got to be a bit conscious about doing that if you are not quite in that good place either yourself but also I think what you just mentioned the business I think or or whatever it is the initiative I think there's got to be um there's got to be a shared direction if you if you're reaching out to people and I think there has to be some kind of clarity there uh, in order to and, th- and that clarity might just be around I look I just want to build some relationships or find some out a bit more about this particular topic um, but or it might be these are the business goals and I'd really like you to help help me to reach them <laughs> can we begin to work together to see if we can make something happen in that area so so I think there's mm. yeah there's a few few factors in play there and of course, it could be, actually, I need help because I'm not clear. Mm. And sometimes we can do that. We need help for, on a personal level or we need help on a business level. And so often, actually, um, founders that I'm working with um, at the very, very start of their 
journey. In fact, I've invited some of them to come and talk to us on this podcast because I think they're incredible people with so Mm -hmm. much to offer. And they're like, oh, no, I can't possibly talk to anyone yet. I don't know what I'm doing day to day. I can't I can't start sharing my story. I'm not qualified. You're completely right. Yeah. So don't be afraid to reach out. It's actually reaching out could be the most important thing you do because it amplifies your capacity so on jess's top tips i started making a point which i never finished actually which was uh sean acker's big potential concept which is Uh, we are um have a finite amount potential and we can do so much to maximize our capacity to step up and shine but actually we then expand it it becomes infinite when we recognize that we're part of a network of all these other amazing people Mm. and brains and actually this is what natalie's talking about she's saying reach out tap into that into your ultimate potential which is other people they will help you think clearer they will bring extra resources to you they will advise you because they've been there before it'll help you it'll save you from making the mistakes that they made and so it'll enrich your journey the challenge is is pushing yourself beyond that fear and uncertainty Mm -hmm. and maybe the imposter syndrome I'm not good enough who am I to ask who am I do I really want Mm -hmm. to show up with all my vulnerabilities if I if I put my head above the parapet will everyone see what I'm really made of rather than Mm -hmm. like the glossy image that I'd so like the world to to see so it is just definitely reach out this is something that those thoughts go through my head a lot and I've actually have had some great success in saying to people I am at an exploratory phase in something right now and I'd love to be able to talk to you Mm -hmm. and and I think that that's been something being able to kind of have that vulnerability and say I don't know what the answers are yet and in fact I had this wonderful moment um not very long ago I'm part of uh, this group and we we come together fairly regularly and um do different things to support each other as as a group and we were just doing this exercise that was about, I can't, it, it was very light in terms of facilitation. So it was just kind of a group of three people and you just, just connecting, just talking mm. about anything. And I, I can remember saying, and we're all people who know each other. And somebody said, so how are things like, what's going on, Becky? And I said, oh, well, I'm giving myself a year to think to do various things and I won't go into detail about that now but but I'm I'm giving myself a year and 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 his response was so where are you what is that what is being revealed to you through that process and the other person said how interesting that Becky said she's giving herself a year and six months in you're asking where are you right now and <laughs> progress report <laughs> I, yeah and and actually I I thought I that was a really useful reflection back on myself because I think sometimes we have to get comfortable with this exploration mm. phase and and reaching out to people during this phase because I think that there is this tendency that we want to have everything all tied together and all nice and supported and actually I say this to people who are going to get investment you wouldn't be going to get investment if you had a perfect business already. You know, if you already had all the money coming in, if you already had all the contacts, if the technology was already exactly where you wanted it to be and the team was exactly where you wanted it to be, you wouldn't need to be asking these other people for help. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's, I think that there's a, there's a built intention 
there when we think about reaching out to other people it where whereby we kind of often want to be kind of perfect or a bit afraid to show our vulnerabilities Mm. and actually that's exactly why you're reaching out to those people in the first place because all of us as humans have vulnerabilities all of us and again coming back to what you were saying um about Sean Acker and how this this realization of something greater and I think that that's what's really powerful about reaching out to to other people and and there's definitely things to be overcome in order to do that Mm. for all of us Mm. um and and that's something that Natalie really talked about quite a lot during her podcast I feel like she's really begun to get that made uh, and she understands it because she's been pushing herself to the edge of her comfort zone and and been really making an effort to reach out to people yeah it's interesting because at the edge of our comfort zone we aren't experienced we haven't got the skills as you've just said and so we're naturally going to be uh making mistakes at times and it's being comfortable to do that and having the support around us to enable us to do it in the safest way possible Mm. Uh, becky you um at isi you were a member of the set squared uh accelerator how have you found those formal uh groups uh network support helpful Uh, i um they've found them invaluable and and actually it's for the informal parts of the formal network if that makes sense so (laughs) it's it's the bumping into people regularly and it's building friendships over a long period of time uh, including a lot of people we've got on this podcast you know they they start off as kind of peer-to-peer conversations here and there and you realize you're not alone and you realize you you know you you look from the outside and you think everyone's perfect and then you realize no everyone's going through similar challenges and everyone needs other people around and so I think that I've found it very useful to have that peer group support mm. um and I think when we say formal I, it doesn't even need to be a formal environment necessarily I don't think I think it can be any community that you're choosing to invest in and that's investing maybe financially but also investing your time in uh, investing your effort investing your energy into building those relationships just like anything we're doing I think if you put that time and effort into it then then you get something back so I definitely think and it would always be advice that I give would be to to find ways of building these networks but especially if you're trying to grow a business this is where your connections are going to come from um we all know that cold calling or you know just rocking up when you need something mm-hmm. is not really the best way of doing something and I think again if you if you haven't listened to Jess's interview again she talks a lot about this about how we are building how we build relationships and and I think it's thinking about it from a little bit more of a long game um, is is important. And and so that those those environments, like you said, Set Squared, um, I've been part of other uh, accelerator type programs and other communities. And that's where I've really built the relationships I've needed um, to help the business thrive and to help myself thrive uh, and, and to keep myself steady, actually. So yes. they've been very helpful. Because you were part of Innovate UK at one point, weren't you? Mm, well, Innovate UK was interesting because um, you wouldn't normally 
be too heavily part of a cohort, although you do tend to meet the other people who have been funded in the same programme as you. But I was a Women in Innovation Award winner through Innovate, and there was a lot of work we did together. I mean, we did things like go to the um, British Business Awards together as a whole cohort. Uh, we had a lot of boot camps and training days and things like that together. Mm. So I th that was really powerful um, because for most of my career up to that point I really hadn't been around any women at all um especially not in a technical or a business context and so uh, to come across other innovators who who were women was a very powerful thing for me at that point in time and I hadn't realized how important that affinity group actually um was to to really helping me start to build my self-esteem when when it was actually really not good so that was about being able to work on myself as much as anything else I think it's really interesting when you find like-minded people and you're learning alongside them and you're on a mm. similar journey so it's it's a bit different to the uh reaching out to people who know who've got the answers actually you're reaching across to peers but actually there's an immense amount of support and positive uh, impact that you can have from that that feeling of um relatedness um mm. and yeah Dunkirk spirit often <laughs> absolutely I mean and in this particular case it's when you're talking about big institutional or you know systemic of biases and oppression that has has been something that's impacted you in very subtle ways but for a very long time and so when you start to hear those stories reflected I think that's very powerful and that is something that has definitely very been very important to me uh, for sure along, along the way. I think it's really interesting we've seen it in back of business as well um, mm -hmm. when you're you're learning from someone who's really experienced and then you're reflecting on it and you're taking the lessons that are relevant to you and resonating with you and then there might be something that actually I I'm not sure I agreed with that approach mm -hmm. to maybe business planning or a strategic advice. And actually, then in a gentle conversation, uh, finding out that other people agree, and they were taking different things too. And so actually, yeah. as part of that whole uh, stimulation and learning is when you're starting to integrate it into you and making it yours, mm. personal to you and your circumstances. Yeah. I can completely agree. It's those subtleties. It's really hard if you're if all you're doing is if you're always kind of if you if you're if the hierarchy if there's a power structure in play if you're learning from somebody you know it almost feels like there's a power structure in play. So it's your peer group that you'll actually be able to have those more subtle conversations with sometimes, um, and and that's really where the the growth and the learning can happen and and your your real actually your metacognition comes into play a lot more strongly I think and it's not just about how you how you absorb information it's about how you really understand how that information can be useful to you and and where and when you can use it at its best um and then I think it just I'm just kind of going back to, to what Natalie was talking about, because she has she's a mentor on these programs. She's got a lot of that um, already made. And I think for her, the big challenge was around uh, introversion. And mm -hmm. and she, she was very open about being introverted and how for her that that's the part that is difficult when she's going out there, especially to build these new relationships. And to some extent, she's been able to rely on Nick, her husband, who is also the co-founder, to be the extrovert. And so she's actually chosen to really look at how she overcomes some of those challenges so that she herself can 
grow and learn um, around, you know, how to overcome some of those things that, that the introversion maybe has stopped her from doing in the past. Absolutely. And it's, it's interesting because when we have a natural predisposition to want to be um, quietly working away at our, on our own piece of work and just get so much from the intellectual stimulation and the rhythm and the routine and designing systems and processes and bringing so much value. And then what I was really impressed, you know, always impressed, but the way Natalie had just taken, had set herself a challenge and she was just clearly had overcome and met all of those challenges that she was setting herself and getting satisfaction out of um, just expanding her skill set, expanding her comfort zone. And, um, and that brings us nicely back to where we started at this conversation, which is actually when you are feeling um, more secure in certain areas, connect to that, because from there, that energy will enable us to consciously craft um, a way through into new areas. We are able to, the neuroplasticity of our brains is such that it's incredible what we can learn and get comfortable with. Uh, mm. It's that we have to be comfortable with discomfort initially and imposter syndrome, all those self-doubts and who am I to, etc., can definitely flare up when we're on the edge of our comfort zone. But if we can create an environment and support network around ourselves that enables us to keep pushing and keep going and mm. have the support that gives us the skills so that we can trust ourselves that we're going in the right direction, then actually that comfort zone grows and expands. And as women leaders and entrepreneurs, that is uh, often a raison d'etre. And so, mm -hmm. and so actually it, I think Natalie is talking a great truth and uh, leading the way by example, which is just yeah. keep pushing. Don't play small. Keep going. Mm. She, um, well, I thought it was great as well that she was able to, to, to do that from a balanced place. Yes. Recognizing that you don't, when you are playing big, that doesn't mean like relentless um, all the time. It's having that balance and knowing she goes and pushes herself, but then she will need half a day to go and you know to have time yeah. to herself and and that's you know again as a lot of our guests do uh, that idea of designing your life and making sure you've built in some of those things that are going to keep you resilient um and and yeah really that's that's what's enabling her to step up and and play big as you said I got a sense of real wise assurance actually mm. and a real sort of sense of centeredness and balance yep. and I think that's something that um, so many of us strive towards and it's so it's giving ourselves permission and recognizing the business value if that's the way we are motivated of mm. uh, finding those points of balance and how we can enable ourselves to keep going and yep. keep keep stepping out and that doesn't as you say I love that that reflection it's not about a relentless path of growth we come back we replenish we take a breath and then we go again and we get it's about getting curious about your own rhythm and routine and what works for you mm. wonderful so i think it's time to remind our listeners of the three c's of mind styling curiosity community and compassion 
So please get curious. What is it from Natalie's interview that really resonated for you and what will work for you? Go and experiment. Make sure you join our community by subscribing to this podcast and also share your experiences with us on Instagram and Facebook at MindStylingPodcast or on Twitter at MindStylingPod. And do all of this as you treat yourself and others with compassion. Enjoy your mind styling journey. So we can't always control the situations that are going on outside of us, but we can be in control of how we react to those situations. And that is what mind styling is all about.